Hey all you spooky listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Morbid Curiosity, a true crime podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. I'll be taking you through some of the most heinous, shocking, and morbid crimes, including, of course, the paranormal. Listener discretion is advised. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram at morbid, period, curiosity, period, TC podcast where you can find photos related to our cases, including crime scene photos on occasion, of course, with the exception of postmortem photos. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy. We're Crime Mondays. We're Crime Mondays. We're Crime Mondays. We're Crime Mondays. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we have episode 18. I'm going to switch it up a little bit, though. We're going to start a trend or a thing called Weird Crime Mondays. So, WCM for Instagram. Um, It's going to be just a bunch of weird-ass stories, weird-ass crime stories um, from all over. So, that piqued my interest. And we got these from Oxygen.com. Uh, they post, like, weird crimes and all kinds of stuff. So, we're going to get started with that. Don't forget your drink. Don't forget your snack. Come back and let's get started. So, we're going to start off in Texas, okay? So, this was January the 27th of this year. Um, there was a woman who was charged with trying to buy another woman's baby in a Walmart self-checkout line. <laughs> Okay, so her name was, uh, or is, Rebecca Lynette Taylor, and she's accused of offering this woman up to half a million dollars to purchase her child. (laughs) Um, There is a photo from Houston County Sheriff's Department that I've posted on um, Instagram, if you guys want to check that out, um, of her. But she's a Texas woman. accused of trying to buy another woman's baby for hundreds of thousands of dollars while in line at a Walmart self-checkout. People be weird at Walmart. It's a whole different other breed, am I right? So, Rebecca Taylor, who was 49, uh, she was arrested January the 18th and charged with the offense of the sale or purchase of a child in connection with an incident that allegedly occurred five days prior So, um, that was according to the Crockett Police Department. Um, Probable cause statement obtained by local outlet, The Messenger. So, um, January the 13th, the mother of the child in question called the police and was advising a white woman with blonde hair approached her in the Crockett Walmart wanting to purchase her son. Um, The mother claimed that Taylor allegedly approached her as she was waiting to scan items in the self-checkout line. She claimed that Taylor began commenting on her son's blonde hair and blue eyes and wasn't long before she started asking, well, how much could I purchase him for? (laughs) 
<laughs> like he's a freaking cow or something. Oh, when the mother laughed over the question, because, like, who would take that serious, you know? Like, you would think that person's, like, screwing around. But um, assuming it was a joke, Taylor told her that she had $250,000 in the car and she would pay that much for him. So the mother also claims that both Taylor and a female companion, um, which is not named, uh, began calling her son by his name without having been told it, which is hella creepy. Like, you know, they've been probably stalking this woman. It's creepy. Um, the mother claims that Taylor followed her out into the parking lot where she proceeded to offer more money for the child since the two hundred and fifty grand wasn't enough. Um, once in the parking lot, Taylor uh, began screaming as, as, excuse me, saying if she wouldn't take two hundred and fifty thousand for him. Then she would give her 500000 because she wanted him and she was going to take him. So that's what the mother had told like police after everything happened. Uh, surveillance video from Walmart seemingly confirmed the incident of what the mom was saying. That happened out in the parking lot. Um, Taylor said that she, he was like a perfect fit and she had been wanting to buy a baby for a long time now. Like, bitch, have your own or adopt. Like, it ain't like, come on now. You can't be stealing people's kids. We're buying people's kids. We're, we're, you know, we're kind of past all that. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um, so, you know, I mean, like, um, that's what the affidavit said anyway, according to, like, NBC News. Um, the Crockett Police Department was unable to provide a copy of the affidavit to Oxygen.com before publication. Although it's not clear if the other woman who was with Taylor will face any charges, which she should. She's an accomplice. Um, while Taylor's bond was set at 50K, she bonded out of the Houston County Jail on January 20th. Um, a spokesperson for the Houston County Sheriff's Department told Oxygen.com on Thursday. She has not yet been indicted and it's unclear if she has an attorney. So, we'll have to do updates on these stories. But yeah, yeah, that bitch crazy. Bitch crazy. Uh, moving on, we're gonna hit up Oklahoma. So, Oklahoma. This was uh, July 13th of this year. Um, an Oklahoma man allegedly killed fishing partner over a Bigfoot fear. Yes, you heard me correctly. Bigfoot. Um, Larry Sanders, who was 53, allegedly told investigators he murdered his friend Jimmy Knighton because his fishing partner summoned Bigfoot to kill him. <laughs> yes, yes. Summon Bigfoot to kill him. Uh, there is a photo on Instagram as well. Um, it's like a police handout of Larry Sanders, so go check that out. Um, an Oklahoma man accused of killing his fishing partner over the weekend allegedly told police he carried out the murder after the victim summoned Bigfoot. Larry Sanders is charged with the murder of Jimmy Knighton while the two were noodling Yes, that's what they said, noodling, near Ada, Oklahoma on Saturday. Now, officials announced in a press release Knighton was allegedly strangled and beaten to death by Sanders. The Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation is the one that had said that. Um, the bizarre incident unfolded July 9th after Sanders and Knighton got into like a physical dispute while they were like fishing on the South Canadian River. Now, Sanders and Knighton had been noodling in the river on Saturday when a confrontation ensued. 
according to a statement by Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation. It is a mouthful. Um, Sanders reported striking and strangling Knighton. Now, noodling, or the practice of hand fishing, traditionally refers to luring and capturing catfish. So, a lot of you southern folk, like myself, we know what that is. Never done it. Catfish creep me out. Um, but yeah, so that's what that is. Now, officials said Sanders uh, confessed to a relative, like, um, killing Knighton. Um, Ada, or Ada? Don't come at me. Television station K10 reported the two men were friends, um, according to the outlet. Sanders ultimately turned himself in to the county authorities. Knighton's body was recovered by investigators the following day. The cause of manner of Knighton's death has not yet been released. An autopsy is pending, according to officials. Uh, Sanders was since charged with first-degree murder in Knighton's death. Um, authorities who suspect Sanders was intoxicated at the time of the alleged killing haven't released a specific motive. Under questioning, however, he keeps bringing up Bigfoot and like going on and on and on about Bigfoot. So he appeared to be under the influence of something. And that's what John Christian said um, at the don't come at me because Ponto talk county sheriff. Um, he reported that to K10. His statement was that Mr. Knighton had summoned Bigfoot to come and kill him. That's why he killed Mr. Knighton. Now, despite Saunders' um, alleged confession, county authorities vowed a full investigation into his murder. Um, it always makes it easier, Christian added. You still have to prove all the elements of the crime and that the suspect is telling you is what actually happened. So, Saunders is being held at the Ponto County Detention Facility. Court date information is not available yet, and it's unclear if he's retained an attorney to comment on his behalf. So, yeah, Bigfoot be, uh, Bigfoot be an assassin. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I'm gonna end up laughing through this whole entire episode, I'll go ahead and tell you. Yeah, especially this next one. This next one, um, this next one had me bawling. So, let's, uh, let's move on to good old Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Okay, this happened, like, December 10th of 2019. It wasn't too, too recent. But a Florida man allegedly has sex, yes, sex, with frozen Olaf toy. Then a stuffed unicorn at Target. <laughs> yes, he'd be violating the children's toys. Oh my god. Uh, so his name was Cody Christopher Meter. Um, he admitted to doing stupid stuff, according to a Pinellas County Sheriff's Department arrest affidavit. I have his photo on Instagram. Go check it out. Um, a Florida man is accused of getting it on with. <laughs> Sorry, the way they worded that. A Florida man is accused of getting it on with a host of stuffed animals at Target, including a snowman from Frozen. Cody Christopher Meter, who is 20, of Petersburg, was charged Thursday with criminal mischief um, for allegedly defiling two plush toys in October. <laughs> 
He's accused of strolling through a St. Petersburg Target one October afternoon until he came across a Disney Frozen merchandise display. He then allegedly found one toy that tickled his fancy, a large Olaf stuffed animal. According to um, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department um, affidavit, which was attained by Oxygen.com, he picked up the toy from the display and then proceeded to lay it on the floor and dry hump the item until he ejaculated onto the merchandise. Before placing it back on display, guys. He put it back. But he wasn't done. Um, yet. (laughs) He then found yet another stuffed victim. (laughs) After allegedly defiling Olaf, Meter pursued the store (laughs) until he found a large stuffed unicorn, uh, which he also began to dry hump. At some point, Someone alerted the store to Meter's alleged stuffed animal romps. He was detained before he could leave Target. (laughs) Uh, While still in the store, Meter allegedly admitted to investigators that he had been doing, quote, stupid stuff. Additionally, he allegedly admitted that he had nutted, that's what he said, um, to police. That wasn't a joke. That's what he said to police. On the Olaf stuffed animal. The affidavit also claimed that he has a history of this type of behavior via his father. Um, Though what that means exactly, we have no freaking idea. Um, Olaf and the unicorn were removed from the store and destroyed due to the circumstances. Meter was released um, on a $150 bond and it's not clear if he has an attorney who can speak on his behalf. We'll have to do some updates. Um, But yeah... Uh, first off, my first question, who looks at a stuffed, um, maybe it's the texture, maybe it's like the way that, I don't know, but who looks at Olaf and is like, you know what, I want to fuck that. Like, who does that? Like, who thinks that? Really? That's a, okay. Um, and a stuffed animal, like, it's kind of, that one's kind of, that one's kind of crossing a line, because, um, you know, bestiality, but whatever i ain't judging nobody i ain't judging nobody do what you're gonna do just don't be a sicko and don't hurt people right um yeah so so that's the guy that uh molested olaf and a stuffed unicorn yeah yep 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 good job florida um i'm there's so many more florida stories anyway we're gonna move on to um arkansas all right so, Arkansas, this was July 9th, 2021. Um, this is a vigilante superhero, right? And yes, this is a serious, like, story. This is, this was on the news. Um, so, this was, I will show you what I do to serial killers. Costume vigilante vows to hunt murderer. Which I think is pretty badass, bro. I think we should have superheroes. But I mean, why? Why not? Right? Why not? Trains and people. I mean, we could do some good to the world, you know? Is it just me? Is it just me? Am I? Am I the drama? <laughs> anyway, so, um, so this was a quote from the man who calls himself Shadow Vision. Um, so this is a threat to you. When I find you, I will show you what I do to serial killers. 
So that is what Shadow Vision warned um, a suspected serial killer in Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, and he also stated, I am hunting you right now. So I do have a photo of Shadow Vision on Instagram. Uh, please go check it out. So a self-professed superhero who calls himself Shadow Vision has been patrolling the capital of Arkansas, vowing to hunt down an apparent serial killer in the area. But you know what? I, I say, I say, get him. I say, go for it. Just don't get yourself hurt and don't hurt other people. Um, on Thursday, he told a follower on his Facebook page that he was in Little Rock this week hunting the serial killer. Um, he said, I know that the serial stabber is keeping, excuse me, keeping an eye on my page here. Uh, and that's what he wrote on his Facebook in May. And then he also said, so this is a threat to you. When I find you, I will show you what I do to serial killers. I am hunting you right now. End quote. So there have been four knife attacks, three which were fatal, uh, one which I'm assuming just caused some brutal, um, brutal damage. Um, in Little Rock since August 2020, and investigators believe they are connected. Now, according to the Arkansas Times, the victims of the stabbings appear to be chosen at random, which is even scarier in my opinion. Um, the attacks have been pretty brutal. So, surviving victim, Deborah Walker, who was 43, she was stabbed 15 times, which is insane. So, she has a very strong will to live, and it's not her time yet apparently. So that's, that's pretty crazy. Um, so she was stabbed 15 times. Larry McChristian, 64, Jeff Welch, 62, and an unidentified man known as Old School, they did pass away from the stabbings. So Shadow Vision, whose real identity is still a mystery because he's actually doing it right, um, is vowing to end the reign of terror, which, you know what? I think you know, like, some of the vigilantes on, like, TikTok and stuff, they'll go on live with, like, their girlfriend or, like, their face uncovered, and it just kind of kills the mystery. So, this dude's actually, like, keeping it a mystery, which I think is pretty cool. Um, he said, I am Shadow Vision, a real-life superhero. And that's what his Facebook's um, bio states. It also says, I protect the innocent at whatever cost. I would sacrifice my own life to save um, an innocent life. Which, you know what? Bravo to you. Bravo to you. I think that's amazing. I think that's pretty cool. Um, the supposed vigilante claims to have exterminated two other serial killers years ago, according to the Arkansas Times. Though that information has not been verified, of course. Um, he did tell Oxygen.com via email on Friday that one of the exterminated killers was in North Carolina, while the other was in Arkansas back in the 90s. Um... And he also said, and I also love hunting high-ranking gang members, which, you know, doesn't help, or doesn't hurt, excuse me, yeah. So, Shadow Vision told Oxygen.com that he is originally from Belfast. Um, he said over email, the reason I showed up in Little Rock Arc years ago is because the city needed help. The other reason that I have also revealed myself to Arkansas and the world 11 months ago is that I got tired of turning on the TV and all I hear is people losing hope. So I wanted to show them that they have someone fighting for them out here. Um, give the, excuse me, give the people hope again. 
Um, the vigilante typically wears a steel helmet, bulletproof chest back plates, shoulder pads, fanged arm cuffs, handcuffs, two steel sias trap to his thighs, and two katanas. Um, he dresses in all black. Um, now, when asked on his Facebook page, he said it takes him about 20 minutes to get all suited up. Shadow Vision told Oxygen.com that he feels he is getting close to catching the serial killer. In fact, he claims he already has his name. I am coming for you, he said, when asked if he'd like to deliver a message to the killer. And also said, I also want a one-on-one -on -one fight with you. Now, he's been attracting more attention recently after a popular TikTok video was posted about him last week. Um, one TikToker wrote, I can't with this stupid city, stating that first her city had a serial killer and now a superhero to protect them. She included footage of the vigilante strolling the streets. You know what? Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. I think that's pretty cool. The man's going to do what he's going to do. And I personally feel, you know, we should have some kind of like, um, not really like an assassination team. But, like, you know, like a team of people who take out the baddies. I think that would be pretty cool because gel to me is useless um, unless you're trying to rehabilitate. Um, and some people just don't deserve to be rehabilitated. Um, you know, especially if they be doing some really heinous stuff. I don't feel like they should have the opportunity um, because nine times out of ten... When they do something really super heinous, that means that something is not functioning correctly and it's not going to function correctly. You know what I mean? Now, if it was like a robbery or something, uh, sure. But you go chopping people up and whatever, something's wrong with you. So, even with help, nine times out of ten, they don't really get any better. So, hate me if you will, but that's just my personal opinion. So, we're going to move on to... Louisiana. Good old New Orleans, Louisiana. Let's move on to that. So this story happened December 16, 2020. Um, there was a man, okay, which this story kind of irritates me, but also like, what a weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, what a weirdo. Some people have this fetish and would have happily done it for you. Anyway, so a man posed as a special needs patient so home nurses would change his diapers. Yes, you heard me. The man wanted somebody to change his diapers. You know how many people, like, have that kink of, like, uh, being an adult baby? Like, all you gotta do is just find somebody. You could have had this, you know, at no cost, and now you go into prison. Anyway, so, he is sentenced for uh, perverse deception. Just a FYI. His name is Rutledge Diaz. Diaz? Uh, Diaz? I don't know. It's D-E-A-S. Heck if I know. But he pretended to be disabled and received sexual gratification from having his caretakers change his diapers. I do have a photo of this man on Instagram if you want to go check it out. Uh, it's some, it's, you know, not what you envision. You, you'll see. You'll see. A Louisiana man pretended to have special needs in order to have a woman he hired as babysitters change his diaper he was sentenced to probation this week. A judge sentenced Rutledge um, on Monday to five years of probation and 400 hours of community service. And I'm sorry, 
Uh, let me take a little little momentary break here. Um, they're doing hella yard work outside at the apartment. So if you hear all the crazy mess, which also woke me up this morning, because this is like the fourth day that they've done this in a row. Um, please excuse it, because I think they're mowing or something right now. It's pretty loud. Um, where was I? So 400 hours of community service, in addition to having uh, to maintain employment, attend addiction counseling via the internet, and refrain from using social media. Uh, NOLA.com is the one who reported that. The sentencing comes after he pleaded guilty, of course. Um, Louisiana State Police arrested him, who he's 29. Uh, he's a New Orleans resident in November 2019, following reports that he was using the internet to engage in fraud and later commit sexual battery. Police said in a press release um, issued last year, so like 2018. Um, through the course of their investigation, police learned that he had advertised on social media to find a home health care worker to look after his disabled 18-year-old brother named Corey. And, you know, in bunny ears, Corey. However, once the workers arrived, he would pretend to be Corey and have the women change his diapers, which aroused him sexually. Now, one of his victims, which is unnamed, uh, provided care for Corey on at least 10 separate occasions before she realized what was happening. This is real crazy. You could just so find somebody that would do that for you. Like, you gotta be a weirdo. Anyway, uh, police arrested him in his home on November 12, 2019 without incident. Um, he was subsequently charged with 10 counts of sexual battery, 10 counts of human trafficking, labor, you know, and one count of possession of a controlled dangerous substance, whatever that was, no idea. Um, at least two women found out that he had lied only after his arrest. Um, and at one court hearing, one of the women described how learning the truth changed her outlook on the world. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not meaning to laugh, but like, I feel like if I was in this situation, I, I, I just, it'd be kind of like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so she said, I used to believe that almost everyone in the world was in inherently good. In this case, I was wrong. <sighs> First off, everybody knows everybody sucks. The human race is trash. Uh, we're, we're shitty. I, I mean, I don't trust nobody. I don't know about you guys, but you can tell the difference between a genuinely nice person, a manipulative person, a fucking weirdo, and, you know, maybe I've just seen some stuff. I don't know, but I don't, I don't think I'm the only one that just feels like humans are trash, right? Where's the aliens? Come take us, right? Like, come on. Anyway, um, lawyers for him claimed that he suffered from issues related to substance abuse, poor mental health, and that his actions stemmed from sexual trauma he'd experienced as a child. Which, you know, is super sad, but, you know, you still can't be tricking people into um, gratifying you by changing a diaper. Still weird. So, let's go to Virginia. Good old Virginia. Anyway, uh, this happened May 20, 2020, right? So, a man accused of shoplifting booze, right, while wearing a hollowed-out watermelon as a face mask. <laughs> this was like when, uh, you know, Corona 
first came and was like, hello, uh, this motherfucker was like, you know what? I'm going to wear a watermelon as a mask to go shopping in a grocery store. <laughs> oh, shit. His name is Justin Robert Rogers. Excuse me. Justin Rogers. And he posted a TikTok video of himself carrying groceries. Um, excuse me. He posted a TikTok video of himself grocery shopping, wearing a watermelon, right, as a corona mask. And I have photos. Uh, go to Instagram. A Virginia man was arrested Friday after he and a friend were allegedly caught shoplifting alcohol while wearing hollowed-out watermelons as homemade face masks. You know what? 10 out of 10 for creativity, right? A plus. (laughs) Uh, Justin Rogers, who was 20, posted a TikTok video on May 5th that appeared to show him and another man buying two watermelons, scooping them out, wearing them on their heads as they go grocery shopping. Uh, The melons entirely covered their faces, of course, except they poked out two eye holes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the caption read, cool face mask hack. (laughs) Y'all be getting in trouble for the stupidest shit sometimes on TikTok. Lord have mercy. Um, yeah, so the video also contains footage of the men sitting in a large black truck. Another TikTok clip posted the same day shows, um, the melon-masked men talking with the store employee while wearing the masks. Um, he said, what's with the melon? The caption reads, um, it's a corona mask. I can't. I can't with people. Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, yeah. Go check out Instagram. Like I said, they I have the a, fo- a photo from Oxygen.com you guys can look up. Um, that night, surveillance footage at a Sheets convenience store in Louisiana uh, showed two men shoplifting alcohol, wearing the melons on their heads. Police Chief Tom Leary said in an interview with Oxygen, Um, The footage showed the thieves driving off in a large black truck, similar to the vehicle Rogers was seen sitting in, like in the other video. Uh, The police department put out a Facebook post asking for the community's help in identifying them. Uh, That was May 15th, and that's when he was arrested. Uh, Rogers has been charged with petty theft, possession of alcohol by a minor, and wearing a mask in public. Um, Yeah. I'm assuming they mean like a face mask kind of thing. Um, The second individual has not yet been identified, but Leary said police have pretty good information on who they are. Uh, Leary said that as far as he knows, no similar crimes have happened before like that. Um, Louisiana has about 1,500 residents and is an hour's drive from Richmond, um, according to like the police department's website. And it was not immediately clear if Rogers was available for comment. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I see stupid stuff on TikTok all the time about people doing these stupid, like, pranks in the stores and stuff. Excuse me. Hmm. Pranks in the stores and, like, um, just doing stupid stuff. Like, you guys don't need to be bothering people. You know, keep it funny, keep it classy, but don't be, don't be weird. Um... Anyway, this, like, the melon thing was pretty funny. It was, you know, wasn't hurting nobody, but I can't believe they got arrested for it. Anyway, 
Let's go travel on to California. California. So California, um, this was May 22 of uh, 2020. I was about to say last year. I forgot what year we were in. Good Lord. Um, Yeah, so a California man accused of stealing electronics tried to resell them to the store's owner. (laughs) How do you go to steal from somebody and then try to sell it back to them like they don't know their own products? Lord have mercy. Okay, so... Let me back on up on this real quick here. It's double pasted in my notes. We don't want to double paste. Okay. So, uh, Johnny Angel Robles had just been released from jail when police say he stole hundreds of dollars worth of camera equipment from a California business. Um, a California man is once again behind bars after police say he stole several hundred dollars worth of equipment camera equipment from a commercial business before trying to resell it back to the store's owner on the street. (laughs) I can't. Uh, Johnny, who is 25, now faces charges of commercial burglary and probation violations just days after he had been released from jail on other charges. Lord have mercy. Johnny, you never gonna learn. Never gonna learn. You better quit. Uh, police said they received a call around 10 a.m. on Wednesday morning about a burglary um, at a local business. The owner told authorities that he had been walking near his local shop when a man approached him and offered to sell him camera equipment. What a coincidence. Okay, so he didn't go back in the store trying to sell it. That was misleading. He f- saw him and was like, hey, you want to buy this camera equipment? Lord, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Um, The owner recognized the equipment as belonging to him, as one would, right? And went back to his business where he verified a break in in occurred. When he came back, he attempted to detain the suspect after calling police. However, police said Johnny managed to escape and allegedly led police on a foot chase. The chase ended when he was cornered in a fenced area and taken into custody. He had taken several hundred dollars worth of camera equipment because, you know, they can't not report that five times in the same thing. Anyway, um, Johnny is currently on probation for violence against police and other violations related to theft, drugs, resisting arrest, um, and maybe some other stuff. I don't know. Um, He had been released from jail the other day due to current laws and state orders uh, relating to ongoing health crisis. So, I'm assuming, you know, COVID, they let people go with lesser charges. Whatever. Um, Johnny had been released from jail because of the state's current zero bail order in place during the um, coronavirus pandemic, according to local station KTLA. Now, police labeled the social media post about Johnny's re-arrest with mocking hashtags, Lord have mercy, hashtags like, okay, you guys, sometimes police stations crack me the fuck up. I ain't gonna lie. So, um, let me read you these hashtags that they used once they posted him again. Hashtag, oops, I did it again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, hashtag, arrest, incarceration, release, repeat. Oh, excuse me. Hashtag arrest, incarcerate, release, repeat. 
and hashtag laws of frustration. <laughs> Johnny is currently being held in jail on a 10K bail uh, for the alleged violation of his probation. It was not immediately clear if he had an attorney available for comment. So, yeah. That that one, that was our last one, but um, let's, yeah. Let's see if we can find any updates. And if not, then that's going to be the end of the episode. If I find some, then we'll just keep going with some updates. So, let's see what we can do. So, uh, kind of updates. So, the Walmart story, like our first story, of course, obviously, no updates there because that one's, like, super new. Um, the only thing updated for um, the Bigfoot one is July 12th, 2022. Um, he is being charged with first-degree murder. Uh, the sheriff says the death penalty is the harshest punishment uh, the prosecution could push for in the case. So, there's still, like, pending trial, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, no more updates on that yet. Um, let's see what else we can find. But, yeah, that's all I found so far. Alrighty. So, the Olaf molester, um, March 10th of 2021, a judge ordered a psychological evaluation for him, obviously, because it's not his first time doing uh, anything to stuffed animals. So, um, the judge ordered that, and then January 19, 2022, he pleaded no contest to indecent exposure and criminal mischief charges. As a result, he entered into circuit court, and the judge has ordered him to six months probation and paying a $725 in fine. That made no sense. He... <laughs> Sorry, guys. He he had to pay like $725 in total in fines. There we go. And that was from the smoking gun. So, moving on. As far as our badass superhero, there's not really an update on that. Um, unless, you know, later down the road, the killer just comes up dead. We don't really have an update. So, there's nothing to update on that. But you can find him on TikTok, apparently. So, if you just look up Shadow... Um, Oh my god, Shadow Vision. There we go. Um, you can probably find them on TikTok, watch some TikToks, whatever. If you're into that kind of thing, which I am, I spend way too much time on TikTok. So let's go on to that man who posed as the special needs patient to get his uh diapers changed. We'll see what we can find out about him. So as far as diaper man, I <laughs> I have no update. Uh the Louisiana one from 2020. No update on that. Um as far as I know, they're still, like, looking into everything, it looks like. Um, and they have, like, you know, the human trafficking stuff and, like, all that kind of stuff. Apparently, he was, like, looking for other um, home nurses and, like, you know, there was, like, pornography and, like, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, no updates for, for the diaper man. So, let's go to the watermelon, <laughs> watermelon face mask case right well let's check on that one so watermelon masks no update as well um i'm assuming it's just too small of a thing uh can't really find anything um i do know that they were uh at least like justin the main one he was um charged with like petty theft possession of alcohol by a minor wearing a mask in public but i have no update on what happened after so not really sure not really sure on that one um, let's check out the, um, 
electronics selling to the owner one, you know, Johnny. So let's let's look up that one real quick. No. Unfortunately, I don't have an update for that one either. I can't find anything on him. Um, he probably probation or something. I don't really know because he was already on probation. So I don't know. Um, can't find anything on him either, but that's that's all I got for today, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed um, Weird Crime Monday. I will randomly be doing this on Monday sometimes, uh, especially if I haven't been able to take time out of my schedule to do a full-blown case. So sometimes we'll do these instead of not posting anything. We'll do like a maybe a short one or a random filled crazy mess like today. So... But I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, be sure to go check out Instagram. I'm about to go on there and post the photos of everyone related to today's episode. So, yeah. Thanks for sticking around. Um, also, don't forget, we do have a Facebook group now. You can look it up by Morbid Curiosity, a true crime podcast. Same logo. Uh, just a reminder, we are not morbid with Ashley and Elena. Um, although I do love their podcast, we are morbid curiosity, uh, not morbid. Uh, a lot of people have been getting that twisted around and getting excited, thinking they found a morbid group on Facebook, and it is not correct. So make sure you read the full title um, of your podcasts before you go and join things, because it has been uh, aggravating. I love them. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I love Morbid, but at the same time, I'm so tired of correcting people. So, um, yeah, go check out Instagram and Facebook. Hope you guys have a great week. Well, guys, that's all for today's episode. Tune in next Monday for another riveting case where I will traumatize you more than you already are. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out my Instagram at Morbid period curiosity period TC podcast for photos related to each case that I cover. Uh, feel free to email me any case suggestions or spooky stories at morbid curiosity TC podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple podcasts, whatever app you listen on. And I appreciate all you spooky listeners. Stay kind, stay spooky. And for the love of God, don't murder anyone.